0: Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back with another great episode for y'all out there. But uh, as usual, before we get started, I just want to remind everybody out there to, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the show, Uh, download, 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 share those episodes with your friends and family on social media. I really appreciate all the support that you're giving me. Thank y'all out there for the support, for real, for real, for real. Now, in this episode, I want to talk about something that uh, a lot of us in here have a problem with. Being in prison, you know, that that mental mindset, right? Being in prison. I want to call this episode, you you can be in prison. You may be in prison, but you don't have to be of prison. And let me explain the distinction in what I'm talking about with that, right? You know, being in prison, we have to be here. We've been sentenced to it. It's a physical structure. They put us in here, right? But that being of prison, that, that mindset that says that you have to act a certain way, do certain things, and so on and so forth, that is a prison of the mind. And that's what I'm talking about, snatching up, breaking, getting rid of that, right? You can do this now, trust me, you can do this. I've done this, right? Now, one of the main things that you have to do when you get to prison and you don't wanna be of prison, that mental mindset, is don't glorify the lifestyle that brought you here, pull away from that. You're gonna be caught up with a lot of people in there in prison, they want to talk about what they did, how they did, and how much money they made, and all of these other things. But what you won't hear them talking about in, their, in those stories is how many people they hurt and, and, and the harm that they caused to their communities and their families and their victims. They won't talk about those types of things, right? So you don't want to get caught up in those kind of conversations about glorifying your behavior, you know? The second thing that you don't want to do when you get in there. Is become become part of that fabric, that network in there of people that can be relied on by those individuals that have chosen not to uh, change their lives, uh, to continue to, to to continue to participate in criminal activities. You have to be that type of person that says, "No, I'm not gonna look out for you while you go around here and open up your dope pack. No, I'm not gonna be the type of person that helps you sell your drugs, and I'm not gonna be the type of person that." Let you uh, uh, use the phone and t- on, on my phone and talk to your people about criminal behavior. You got to distance yourself from all of those things that causes an individual in here to become part of that criminal fabric. That's what I'm talking about. When you pull back from all of those types of things, what you're going to find is it's going to be lonely. Don't get it twisted now. It's going to be lonely, but it's going to be rewarding. And once people realize that you're not one of those individuals that's still into that behavior, they'll pull away from you. Now, you're going to get some resistance, and you're going to always have to stay on guard because people will try you here and there, especially when they see you down and out or you got some bad news from home or you're going through one of those um depression modes or whatever the case may be, that's when they're going to come back and they're going to try to tempt you with whatever they think they can tempt you with to pull you back to their side of thinking, to their way of thinking. So you got to be always mindful of that as well. You know what I mean? Now, another thing that you can do, another thing that you can do to make sure you break that prison mental mindset is to always do a moral inventory every day of yourself. Decide how you want to live your life. Decide what type of person you want to be and match that, that vision of yourself up with the right moral uh, 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 characteristics. If you want to be that type of person that is grateful, practice gratitude. If you want to be that type of person that's That's humble Practice humility Those types of things will help you Become the type of person That you want to be And you need to do this every day Take a moral inventory of yourself And ask yourself at the end of the day Did I live up to the standards That I set for myself today And if you did Set another goal And if you didn't Try again tomorrow but don't ever go back the other way. Because it's, 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 it's a dead-end road, and it's a road full of temptations, but you gotta be mindful that that's not what you want to do. Because again, like I say, you are in prison, but you don't have to be of prison. And most people in prison, they don't have a problem with being of prison. Now, catch them in a private conversation, and they'll tell you what I'm saying is right, but what the problem is, they don't know how to transition. They don't know how to pivot away from that because they got they worry about all the scrutiny that they're going to get from those individuals that they associate with. That's something I talked about in one of my episodes. You might want to go check that out. The social consequences of you know walking away from the criminal lifestyle. It's real, y'all. So go check out that episode. You know what I mean. But. Getting back to this episode, when you find yourself in situations in prison where you are not matching up with the vision that you see for yourself, learn to walk away. That's going to be a hard one for you because you you, you it's not like you um, can go home in the safety of your own home. You're still going to be in prison, but... You you, you, you you can't go too far away from the individuals that might be trying to get you involved in some kind of nefarious deed, right? But you can go to your cell. Go to the cell, tell them, look, I'm not on that, and distance yourself from them. And the next day when you come out of that cell and you're around those individuals, be careful. Because just because you're changing your life don't mean that people are going to accept that and pat you on your back. Some of them are going to get angry with you. Some of them are going to get so angry with you that they're going to want to hurt you. But remember, you have to remember this. Anything of value, more value, is worth the fight. I'm not telling you to get into a fight with them. But what I am telling you is to stand your ground. Stand your ground in these issues. Because if you don't do that, you're going to find yourself being controlled by people that mean you no good. The only reason, well not the only reason, but the main reason people like that wanna keep people like you around them is to validate their behavior. You help them sleep at night. You make them feel good about what they do. That's that's what they need. But if you were around them and you were that moral ear In their ear all the time talking about, look, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. They push you away from it because you'll be sparking that conscience in them to where it's like they'll start thinking about, is this right? Is this wrong? And then they wouldn't be able to sleep at night. You can't live with yourself doing all that nonsense if your conscience is not numb. But see, they need people around them to continue to validate that negative behavior just so they can sleep at night. Because what they are doing is wrong. And they want you to do what they're doing, which is be wrong in all that you do. And while you're doing that, you make them feel good about what they do. There are no consequences when you got people like that. You don't want uh, people like that. They want yes men around so that they can feel, like I said, so they can feel good. Don't be a yes man or yes woman. Don't do that. Because that helps them And it decays And erodes That more fiber that you have in you Away And you don't want that You don't want that It's hard being in prison From a mental standpoint Right The physical part of it It is what it is The mental part of prison That's what gets you That's what gets you Because you end up going along to get along and, that, and when you do that, <laughs> when you start going along to get along, you're going to find yourself getting ran over. And then you're going to learn the negative way of moving up. If I don't want to get ran over, I got to be the one that's running over people. And it's just going to be a continuous cycle of that, that type of behavior until you get out. And guess what? It's, it's not a light switch. You don't get to turn that off when you get out. You're going to take that same ne- negative behavior that has become your routine to the streets. And you're going to continue to do it out there and you're going to find yourself in a situation that's going to bring you right back to prison, the hospital, or the grave. And that's not what you want. I know that ain't what you want. Man, I know that ain't what you want. So if you got a loved one out there that's that, that's in prison and struggling, talk to them, encourage them. Tell them you're going to be there for them. But sometimes you got to be, family members out there, you got to be that backbone for them. You give them them Raw rah pep talks. Get them up. Tell them that you're there for them. Tell them that you're going to stand with them. All they got to do is stand up. And I'm telling you, they'll do it. They'll appreciate it. And one more thing for family members before I end this episode. Do not become an enabler. Do not become an enabler of that behavior. When you know your family member in the penitentiary doing something wrong or in jail doing something wrong and you know that's not what you want them to do when they get out, then don't do it for them now. Don't do it. And I know that's scary. I know that's scary. Because sometimes you'll hear those stories from family members that their life is in danger and this and that is going on and if you don't send this money to me now, they're going to kill me, they're going to rape me, they're going to do all this, they're going to do all that. And I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes they have been told that. But you know what you need to do? You need to call the authorities and tell them what your loved one just told you. Stop being an enabler. You're not protecting them by helping them participate in that lifestyle. I'm telling you. It may seem like it. It's a short-term solution. But it's not going to last for long. Because one day they're going to run into somebody that's going to want more than you can provide. And then what you're going to do? Now, you involved in criminal activities, trying to save them. You're not saving them. Now, I'm going to back up off of you because this is something I can talk about in another episode. I'm going to back up off of y'all right now, family members out there on this issue. But look, I'm going to go on and wrap this thing up. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I say peace, y'all.